Welcome to chapel on this day for what shall we pray this week for the work of our convocators and for our regents who will be on property uh, all weekend long. Greet them as you see them for homecoming and uh, restored relationships that uh, um, occur through conversations that will happen Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we pray for all of our homecoming activities. We pray for Madison, a friend of Kathy Alexander. She is a newborn and is in, uh, has some serious surgical needs. So add to your prayer list the name of Madison. For communities that are recovering from floods and hurricanes, the list is long and growing longer every day. So we add that to our prayer list. For local fires and for Northern California fires, I'm going to ask you to uh, grab the ELW, the hymn book that's in front of you at your knees, that cranberry-colored book, and open up to the first page, or the inside cover. Hold up your book if it says, To the Glory of God, Dean and Belinda Soylent. Dean and Belinda Soyland made a donation to purchase these ELWs. They're a part of the Soyland family name that is dotted all across this campus. And they and many others of their families no longer have homes. They lived in Santa Rosa. Their homes have burned to the ground. We add them to our prayer list. We have much to pray. For, and we have much to celebrate as we worship together on this day. Please stand. In the presence of a gracious God, we gather. God who meets us here today as we worship. God who meets us every day. God who lives and loves through each and every one of us. God who unites us in love. Amen. We sing our opening hymn, Beloved God's Chosen, hymn number 648. God, you have clothed us with your love. You have opened paths of knowledge before us. You have given us free access to you, equality under your sheltering wings. Today's reading is from Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Here ends the reading. 
Good morning. It is a pleasure to stand before you this week and share a message of love and hope with you this morning. My name is Sergio Galvez. I'm the senior director of the TRIO pre-university programs at our California Lutheran University. So what is love? As a noun, some define it as an intense feeling of deep affection. Others define it as a person or thing that we love. As a verb, love takes on many forms and we channel it using an array of forms in many directions. Love of self, love for family, love for service, love for community, love of money, love for Mother Earth, and on most occasions, love for one another. Unfortunately, the current state of divisiveness that plagues our country today might at times make us question love's place in this world. It is a time where intolerant dosages of nationalism have been disguised as well-meaning populist ideals to serve a purpose. A time where hate speech and neo-Nazi demonstrations have been draped with our First Amendment and passed on to us as free speech. We've been down this road before. We have seen the hatred, and we have seen the intentional disregard for some of our own citizens' rights. We've seen the darkest corners of our history. But we have also seen how clothing ourselves in love has brought about a positive change in the world. The civil rights movement gave us individuals such as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Cesar Chavez, and through their examples of peaceful resistance, they showed us that love and solidarity had the potential to change the face of a nation. It was this movement of love that gave us the federal TRIO programs. TRIO is a consortium of eight educational equity programs that date back to the 1960s. Their legacies and their very genesis is rooted and can be traced back to the civil rights era struggles. It was actually one of President Lyndon Baines Johnson's strategies to direct his war on poverty and help those populations that were at the time least benefited by the current system. In 1964, you had the passage of the Economic Opportunity Act, which created a pilot program known today as Upward Bound. That momentum of that movement brought about the passage of the Higher Education Act in 1965, which created the Talent Search Program. And then in 1968, for the first time, you had the term TRIO actually coined into legislation with the creation of the Student Support Services Program. So for the first time in our history, we had a series of educational opportunity and equity programs that were helping the educational aspirations of low-income, first-generation students become a reality. And those programs reach into uh, services, provide services to students starting in middle school through high school. We follow, pro we follow them into college, helping out with retention and graduation efforts. At Cal Lutheran University, we have four pre-collegiate TRIO programs. 
we have two classical upward bound programs, an upward bound math and science center, and we have a trio talent search program. The four programs combined support the efforts of our target areas in Ventura County, Los Angeles County, where we focus specifically on the South Bay of Los Angeles. And the populations we serve are very much in line with the TRIO mission, and that is to serve first-generation students and low-income students. First-generation in this term, meaning neither one of our participants' parents have a baccalaureate degree. But our efforts go as far as spreading this love to students with disabilities and our veterans. So what do the TRIO programs at Cal Lutheran do for the students they serve? I could get caught up talking to you about all the features of these programs. I can talk to you about the tutoring. I can talk to you about the opportunity our students have to earn college credit. I can even talk to you about the academic advisement that goes into helping our students select the courses they need to be competitive. I can make a list, of, I can make a list for you of all the required services that we have to provide by law. But that still, in my opinion, doesn't do justice to what these programs actually do. These programs change people's lives. They make their dreams come true. In one generation, TRIO completely obliterates the non-going culture that may have existed in a family historically. We know that the children of our students will go on to college because our students are going to go to college and graduate, and they will be proud to be the first in their family to do so. This past summer, our theme was, be the first, lift as you climb. Many times we get caught up looking out for ourselves and only ourselves, and we don't see the bigger picture, and that's the reality. We should be looking at the bigger picture. This is what we teach within our TRIO Upward Bound programs at Cal Lutheran. We use TRIO as God's vehicle to spread education and love to those who otherwise would fall through the cracks. Through our work, we are clothing our students with the skills and knowledge that this world will require of them in order for them to be good people. Through our programs, we will ensure that our scholars will be humble, kind, compassionate, tolerant of conflicting views, and role models wherever they go. They are taught to love service, and they are taught to love and be proud of the legacy and struggle of these programs. Speaking to you here today, I am reminded of a quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., which I feel is actually very fitting given our theme of love. It reads, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. So today, I challenge you to love. I challenge you to care for the fact that you want to raise communities out of poverty, even if it's not your own. I challenge you to care for the fact that you want to be a role model to your siblings, to your nieces, nephews, cousins. 
But most of all, I ask you to care for the fact that you want to see change in this world. And I ask you to acknowledge the fact that with love in your heart, you are God's vehicle for that change. Thank you for indulging me this morning. Gracious God, you have given humanity the fruit of knowledge. May we share your bounty with others. May God's gift of love be in your heart. May God's gift of knowledge be on your minds. May God's gift of love propel us to reach out to others. May God's gift of knowledge make us a vehicle of change. Amen. <laughs>